Welcome to the FWAT Show on the Coil Entertainment Network, pointing out idiocy, one story at a time. I'm Rob Steele, that's Jesus Jones in the background, and Donald Trump, which frankly is enough of a punchline as it is anyway. Donald Trump just made it legal to have churches endorse political leaders. Because who needs separation of church and state? Yeah. Millions of people are against this idea, including, surprisingly, the Reverend Billy Graham. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. He says, and I'll quote, I don't want to see any religious bigotry in any form. It would disturb me if there was a wedding between the religious fundamentalists and the political right. The hard right has no interest in religion except to manipulate it. And you know what? He's absolutely right. I never thought I'd agree with you know Billy Graham on anything, especially religion. But I will on this. But also... A wedding between fundamentalists and the far right. Aren't both of those mainly white males who are against a gay marriage? Yeah, I'm just throwing that out. Well, I'm thinking about Trump, which is something I really don't want to do and won't be for the rest of this show after this particular story. It's not about Donnie, though. There's a restaurant in Washington, D.C. that employs a guy named Chef Jose Andres. He's a popular chef who, you know, earned the title of chef. It's not just, I'm a chef now. No, he he earned it. He's very good at this. And he's very big into helping feed homeless people and immigrants and sending food to countries with natural disasters and stuff. Really cool guy. However, Ivanka Trump decided she wanted to eat in his restaurant and she had management throw him out of the restaurant where he works while she ate there because he made her feel uncomfortable. He was in the kitchen. They didn't interact. It's not like he came out and sat on her lap. If he did, I would understand it. But you know what? Otherwise, he works there. You can find another restaurant, you privileged Now, some of you may have noticed that the Grammys were this past Sunday. Frankly, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention because, as far as I'm concerned, they stopped making music a few years ago. None of the bands I like are still going, but I digress. There was a study that came out concerning the Grammys that said 90.7% of the Grammy nominees since 2012 have been male. Got a couple things to go along with this. First off, that's not a study. That's looking at a list and counting. That, that, that's just cheating. Don't call that a study. Seriously. People who do actual studies get pissed off when people like you go, one, two, oh, there's seven of them. It must be a study. No, it's called counting back to kindergarten with you. Now, <clears throat> a lot of these nominees are not the artists themselves. It's actually the people behind the stage, the producers, the audio engineers, those people. There's tons of them. And yes, Most of them are male. That's not my fault. Don't blame me for that. I suspect it is something similar to something that happened with the Detroit Tigers a few years ago. Now, bear with me on this. There is a parallel. Back in 1996, the Detroit Tigers Major League Baseball team needed a new general manager. And so they put out the ad, we need a new general manager. And they had, I think it was only like six people 
that they interviewed. Now, the NAACP got a hold of the list of the people they interviewed and had a cow. None of the people you interviewed were African-American. How dare you? Well, their response was, the reason we didn't interview any African-Americans was because none of them applied. Do you really want us to go out on the street and just grab somebody and interview them? Because I'm pretty sure they're not going to get the job that way. Just saying. Similarly here, if more females were not in front of the microphone singing into it, but behind the microphone with the little slider things. Huh? Yeah. If they applied for those positions, they'd probably get them. And then that 90.7% would go down because more females would be involved. If they don't want to be involved and are not involved, why exactly are you blaming the people who are involved? I don't get that. Makes no sense. Something that does make sense. And I'm going to stick with baseball, actually, because it's a segue. Two wheels, lots of gyroscopes. Wonderful thing. Just changing teams. The Cleveland Indians, who have had a lot of crap because of their name, because Native Americans look at their team and go, that is racist. And you know what? I kind of get that name. Some of the ones that have to do with Native American names, I don't consider racist. Like the the Chicago Blackhawks in in hockey. I don't think that's a racist, derogatory use of the name. I think it's the use of the name the way it's intended, which is to strike fear into the hearts of your opponents. Blackhawks. That's just a cool name. And yes, it's the name of a Native American tribe. But it's done in a respectful way, I think, similar to the Florida Seminoles. Same concept, as opposed to that NFL team in D.C., which has the Native American equivalent of the N-word for their name. Not going there. Or the University of North Dakota. See, I like this. That's a team that was the Fighting Sioux. S-I-O-U-X. Not like the Banshees. That's a different thing altogether. They changed their name to the Fighting Hawks. You know what? That's cool. Even though I think Fighting Sioux is kind of in the same vein as Blackhawks, but you know what? You want to change it, make everybody happy, go right ahead. The Cleveland Indians are close, I think, to changing their name. In 2019, that's right, not this year, because all the ads are already printed, they're getting rid of their logo, which is basically a cartoon Indian named Chief Wahoo. Not Yahoo, like the online thing, not Wahoo. And frankly, he does disturb me too. Some people are saying that Chief Wahoo is not exactly derogatory, though. That he's just a cartoon representative of the team and not any Native American tribe or not Native Americans as a whole. That's their argument for keeping it. So is it actually a harmless cartoon or is it similar to those Confederate soldier statues that are being pulled down across the country because people find them offensive? I think we can get rid of Chief Wahoo. And despite the ancient history that the Cleveland Indians have, one of the first Major League Baseball teams ever, we can change history. I'm good with that. My only question at this point, and I'm going to link the Atlanta Braves in too because it's the same concept, what would you change the Cleveland and Atlanta baseball teams' names to? Seriously, I want to know. Send me an email, rob at thefwatshow.com, or contact me through the other buttons on the website, thefwatshow.com. There's buttons for Facebook and Twitter. Send me answers. I honestly want to know. It's a survey. See? Could be a fun thing. While you're there, click the buttons for iTunes or the Google Play Store or YouTube where you can subscribe to the show. And go to the FWAT shop where you can pick up a hat or a t-shirt or a coffee mug. I don't care if the holiday seasons are over. Birthdays are coming up and they make good presents. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with this. 
and I'm going to mispronounce the name that goes with it, and they'll get over it. There is a Swedish ad agency called Akastem Holst, I think. There's a couple accents in there that I don't know what to do with. Anyway, they are Adweek's International Agency of the Year for 2017. And they created something really... It's really weird for Amelia Magazine, which is very popular in Sweden. It's an ad for an Ikea crib for your baby, like you get, which is actually being advertised for 995, I guess it's euro, which seems a bit pricey, but, you know, whatever, that's not the point. The bottom part of this full-page ad has a section on it that women who think they're pregnant are encouraged to pee on. It's kind of a pregnancy test, and if you are pregnant... That section of the ad reveals a discount on the crib. All right, I'll give them creativity. But, uh, wow, I really do feel bad for the cashiers who have to take those coupons. Don't you? So, you know, remember this. Your job, it doesn't suck nearly as much now, does it? Yeah, have a nice week, and I'll see you next time.